Now, this is Tim and Craig again with um, Check Your Six Podcast, and we're doing something a little bit different. This is going to be recorded and broadcast today. I talked to Craig last night, and he said he kind of agreed with it, that we're doing something today a little bit different. Typically, we are talking about small business with Check Your Six, but you and I are both Air Force veterans, and today we kind of decide just to get together, you and I in the studio, and talk about and give honor to the 13 service members that lost their lives this week in Kabul. Again, I'm Craig. I'm Tim. <laughs> You're Craig. <laughs> so thanks for coming in today. I know you guys had something on your schedule, but thanks for coming in today and, and just kind of sitting down and talking through this a little bit. Well, I think all of us that have served in the military of whatever position we had, uh, we all knew that we were trained for the exact same mission that these young gentlemen have been deployed on. And we wish now, since we've both been out for quite a while, that we could do more to help. Absolutely. So I guess maybe this is our way of giving back. And I really don't care what side of the political fence you're on. And I know Craig really doesn't either. We don't talk typically about politics or COVID or any other things. We like to focus on small business and to be positive. But today, really, this is the first time, according to the Stars and Stripes, I decided to go stars and stripes for my news instead of the other stuff. But these are the first combat-related deaths since February 8, 2020, when Sergeant First Class Antonio Rodriguez was killed, according to the Army. And unfortunately, it is among the deadliest attacks on U.S. troops since the war began almost 20 years ago. And we've lost thousands of service members in this conflict. And this week has been fairly somber. Um, 12 Marines and a Navy Corps, and there were a bunch of other people injured as well. But again, being veterans, this hits kind of close to home to us. Yeah, something that uh, a lot of the civilians probably don't know about this, but every Friday, you'll see majority of the veterans wearing red because it honors those who've, who died in, in their time of service for exactly this cause. So I would appreciate it, who's listening to this podcast if you do remember Friday to wear red. Which you honor, have yours on today. Right. So that we do honor those who have given their lives for our freedom. This podcast has featured a fair amount of veterans on here. I mean, all branches, including Coasties, we've had in here. We've had a couple of Marine veterans in here, Jason Alderman and Nate Brower with Southern Cycle. Quite a few Navy guys have been here, including uh, Bill Roto-Rooter. Tom Keen. Tom Keen has been here. So we've had a lot of Navy guys in here, a lot of Army guys, so... Again, we're going to have Baron Mills on here in a couple of weeks. He's a Marine, retired He's major. He's a retired major Marine. So, you know, again, I did not serve during wartime. I had that time in between Vietnam and the Gulf War. I did not have any, con- we did not have any active conflicts. You did. It's very different when it, you were in conflict. It is because I was in Desert Storm. And what it is is when your commander says, hey, you got 24 hours to bug out. And I'll never forget this. I was sitting in my house and thinking like, I am going to die. Because, and, and here I am taking younger troops over there that have families and young babies, and you have to talk to their spouse, say, hey, we're all going to come back. And uh, we did, thankful, but it's, you never know. You never know what's going to happen in your time of service, and you, you know, got to prepare yourself. Even though you, if you are not in a time of conflict, you still, at some point, when you join the military, that 1% or 2% or whatever it is that have actively served, you wrote a blank check with your life to the United States and to the people that are here that could be cashed at any time. And it never really does. For me, that still remains. Once you are a veteran, you are obligated to protect against all enemies, foreign and domestic, for this country. And you still kind of have that mindset. I still do. 
I know you still do as well, and a lot of them continue to have that. But it really is a little bit of a somber day for us. We kind of take it for granted. These individuals were there protecting evacuation of American citizens. So they're standing in the gap to protect American citizens to get them out of harm's way. So they're standing in harm's way to get you out of harm's way. And we kind of forget that when we sit here in a nice air-conditioned studio and we're enjoying all the freedoms that we have. It's taken somebody's lives to give us these freedoms. And I think we kind of forget that. And when all this political garbage that goes on, people are dying to give us the freedoms that we have, even if you want to be an idiot. But Well, what it comes, and I agree with everything we're saying here. The thing of it is, you can talk to us, but we experienced it. You never have. You don't know what you really, I can't explain enough. When you experience it, it's a whole different structure of your life flashing before your eyes. Because you're thinking, like, how am I going to get out of this to go home to see my family? When you're talking to people that have never been over to a country that has all these problems, and you're trying to figure out what it is, why am I here? We know why we're here, but are we going to get through it? And you're putting faith in other veterans side by side. People don't understand the camaraderie that you've shared. And I had a discussion this morning that was some people that I'm a veteran, I will always be there for a veteran. I don't care what it takes. I will be there for that veteran. Listening, one thing, helping another. I don't care. I will be there for you. You know, we fight like cats and dogs, ironically. Amongst us, we love picking on one another. And it it is all in good fun. But when push comes to shove, I don't care what service member is next to me. That one's going to have my back. He's going to have us covered. That's kind of why we did check your six. We've got your back on this. So we really encourage veterans to come on the podcast. And we just thought today we need to kind of put up or shut up and put our money where our mouth is and say, hey, look, we want to remember today 13 fallen comrades. And I saw some flags at half mast today, and I hope that's what it was for. It's got to be. It's got to be. But we really want to remember 13 fallen service members today that have given their lives in protecting others, which doesn't, most people don't really get that. Yeah, the people that have served in these foreign wars of every make and model of the years, even when the draft was, they went. They went, and, and and they did what they had to do. But until you're on the other side of the fence and you got to pull a trigger saying you're taking someone's life, it's a different structure in your world. You'll never, ever work through it. It's always going to be hanging on you. I never had to do that. And I'm probably glad I didn't because I've heard from so many people you never, ever forget. It just it haunts you. You just right. cannot erase that. Yeah, I, I was lucky enough that we never engaged that type of situation. We were in the military, the Air Force, uh, your law enforcement, your security police, but you're also infantry. So uh, we don't have a separate infantry in the Air Force, so the security police field is infantry as well as protect and protect uh, all the peace in the uh, residential bases. So your dual roles, we don't have the training the Army or the Marine does, but you know what? We're working side by side if they tell us to. You're still going to do the same thing. You know, we are both part of kids in support of soldiers. We've been, uh, Julie and I, my wife and I have been a part of that for quite a while, and you more recently as part of the board now as well. We've actually lost three service members since we started in 2009, sending packages to Afghanistan, to the, to the troops overseas. Now we send to basically anybody that's deployed outside the United States can get a package from us. But we lost three. Marine Adam Peak was the first one. And then Jonathan Hostetter and Hanson Kirkpatrick was the most recent, both Army veterans, or both Army service members. So it has hit kind of close to us when we have served 
those members out there in harm's way with whatever we can possibly do from home every month uh, for them. But it's, it's, it's going to hit hard, it hit close to home for us with them. So, and again, just a reminder that these individuals all died getting Americans and other individuals out of harm's way. So, I'm thinking about all this, and it's really it's tormenting me because when you're there, you're just hoping for the best, and, and they put their life on the line not knowing it's going to happen. They're hoping for the positive to do their job for what they're designed for, but you've got to remember it takes a mental on your body, on your on your thinking. Yep, it wears on you. It does after a while. And again, not looking for glory, not looking for accolades. A lot of us did this because we just we, we loved it. We wanted to do it. We enjoyed it. A lot of service members serve in that same way. So we're not going to make this real long today. We just wanted to obviously pay tribute. We wanted to honor those that have sacrificed their lives for the freedoms that we get to enjoy every single day. And I think we'll close it out today with a way for us to honor them. Rest in peace, fallen service members of the United States of America, and prayers for your family and friends.